0: Two lives were saved, but at least 67 lives were taken in the process. That's according to Gaza's health officials. That is the reality this week in Rafa, in southern Gaza, as Israel conducted airstrikes to free two Israeli men held hostage by Hamas since the October 7 terrorist attacks. And as Israel intensifies its operations in Rafah, the International Criminal Court Prosecutor Karim Khan has reiterated that the ICC is actively investigating any crimes allegedly committed in Gaza. Half the population of Gaza are concentrated around uh, Rafah. The population reportedly six times its normal concentration. And when you have a population that is 60% children uh, and women by all accounts, the risks to civilians is profound and I'm concerned. And I had to underline the fact that there is an active investigation and all people, all parties are unnoticed. Mark Kirsten is an assistant professor in criminology and criminal justice at the University of Fraser Valley in Vancouver His research focuses precisely on the investigation and prosecution of international crimes Uh, Welcome to you Mark Before we get on to what's been unfolding in Rafa The ICC prosecutor Karim Khan says that uh, the Israeli government is on notice What exactly does that mean?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me and thanks for covering this issue, not just in terms of the conflict and the violence, but the need and questions around justice and accountability. When we look back to the first couple of weeks of this most recent version of the conflict, the ICC prosecutor went to Ramallah on the Egyptian side near Gaza and basically said that he was putting all of the participants in this conflict, Hamas, of course, as well as members of the Israeli forces and the Israeli government, on notice that he had an open investigation, which has been open um, and clarified since 2021 to include Gaza, as well as the West Bank and East Jerusalem, that he was investigating, that he had jurisdiction to look at war crimes and crimes against humanity. And what he said today was really important because in addition to saying, look, I've put you on notice and you are still on notice that I'm investigating, he actually said something else in his statement, which was that he has seen no discernible changes in behavior from Israeli authorities when it comes to respecting international humanitarian law and international criminal law, the laws that govern in particular war crimes. So I think it's really important that he he made that statement. The question really um, that needs to be asked as well, so what? What will actually happen in the future with the ICC?
0: Exactly, because Israel is not a member of the Hague-based court, nor does it recognize its jurisdiction. So what are the ICC's options here? Does the court have jurisdiction over any potential war crimes carried out by Hamas in Israel, by Israelis in the Gaza Strip?
1: Yeah, really good and important question, because I think there's sometimes some confusion over this. So Palestine joined the International Criminal Court in about 2015, and as I mentioned, the ICC's judges clarified the territorial jurisdiction that the icc had so what land does the can the icc prosecutor investigate on and they found that what palestine constitutes at least for the icc the parameters of it are as i mentioned gaza the west bank and east jerusalem so any war crimes or crimes against humanity or acts of genocide committed On Those territories of what the ICC considers to be Palestine and most of the world considers to be Palestine can be investigated and prosecuted by the ICC prosecutor. Now, when the ICC has territorial jurisdiction over what it considers a state, in this instance, Palestine, it also has what we call personal jurisdiction over any nationals of that state, even when they commit war crimes or crimes against humanity or acts of genocide elsewhere, abroad, including on state territories that are not members of the ICC. The short of it is, is that the ICC has jurisdiction on any, over any atrocities committed in Gaza and the West Bank, including East Jerusalem, as well as any Palestinian nationals, so Hamas, Islamic Jihad, etc., even when their atrocities were committed, as they were on October 7th on Israeli territory when, as you noted correctly, Israel does not recognize the ICC. It doesn't matter. Those are nationals of Palestine, so the ICC has personal jurisdiction over them.
0: Of course, Israel is currently facing allegations of genocide brought by South Africa in the International Court of Justice. I mean, this is a case mm-hmm. that could take years. I mean, I'll ask you, how long would a case take in the ICC?
1: So... They're very different processes, because as you noted, Israel is facing allegations at the International Court of Justice, which found that there's a plausible case that Israel has committed genocide and then asked Israel to take certain precautions to prosecute people who had been inciting genocide, including in its own government, uh, to refrain from committing any genocidal acts, including certain types of killings. And what people have reported is actually that Israel has not done any of those things, and that the situation is actually worse for Gazans. So that court case will proceed at the ICJ, and you know estimates are maybe two, three years down the line, we'll get a ruling. The ICC focuses on individuals that the prosecutor believes are responsible for war crimes, crimes against humanity, and genocide, and, as well as the crime of aggression. And so what the What we would expect, and indeed most people have thought would already have happened, but has not happened, is that the ICC prosecutor would issue arrest warrants for specific individuals in Hamas's leadership, as well as the Israeli government and perhaps the military, as well as maybe some extremist settler elements in the West Bank. Now, how long would a case take then? I don't have a crystal ball, and it's so difficult to predict because... Whether or not that case proceeded to take two years versus ten years would depend on whether that individual was surrendered. So you can imagine if the ICC issued an arrest warrant for Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu or for a senior leader of Hamas tomorrow, that doesn't mean that the case will actually proceed to trial because those individuals first need to be surrendered to the ICC. So in terms of you know how long could could it actually take or not take at this moment right now, before arrest warrants have even been issued, uh, no one can really, I don't think, answer that question with any degree of certainty.
0: On RN Drive, Mark Kirsten is an assistant professor in criminology and criminal justice at the University of Fraser Valley in Vancouver. We're talking about Israel's latest offensive in Rafah in southern Gaza, uh, as well as some of the other human rights allegations uh, swirling around. Let us speak more specifically about the situation on the ground in Rafah astonishing that the population of Rafa right now is six times what it normally is, 60% of women and children. Half the population of Gaza is currently in Rafa because they were told by Israel to go south. Where do they go now? Where can they go now?
1: I mean, you've heard it from people on the ground. You've heard it from people who have moved from one place to another. You've heard it from humanitarian aid workers. You've heard it from state leaders. They can't go anywhere. There is nowhere safe. If they do choose to leave RAFA, they face not only dangers where they go, including bombing and shelling, but they very likely face dangers like those on their way. I, I mean, for weeks now, people on the ground, humanitarian workers, have simply said, look, there is, no, there is no safe place to go. And it's really important that this one area, RAFA, where, as you mentioned, you know, tens, if not hundreds of thousands, of children and women are have taken shelter, be protected, um, and not be attacked. And if you know what we've seen, basically, is an almost consensus position, including among Israel's most staunch allies, to say you can't do this, you should not do this. And yet, the government of Israel is basically, you know, turned a blind eye to those claims that it shouldn't do it, it can't do it. And today, Prime Minister Netanyahu, I believe, said something to the effect of those who tell us to stop now will stop us from full victory. And the question is, you know, how many people have to die before full victory happens, one. And two, as far as I can tell, this full victory idea or these continuous attacks do not make Israelis nor the hostages being held by Hamas any safer a number have already a number of them have already died in israeli attacks according to reports and so on and so forth so it's just it's devastating frankly it's devastating to be you know watching this in a very comfortable space in in north america in vancouver or in australia or wherever knowing that tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of women and children who have nothing to do with this war are at grave peril right now
0: We'll have to leave it there. Mark Kirsten is an assistant professor in criminology and criminal justice at the University of the Fraser Valley in Vancouver. I do appreciate your time. Thank you.
1: Thanks very much for having me and have a good night.